All right, welcome everyone to the Canadian Perspective, your source for leftist political news. We got another episode, and people are getting slapped during the Oscars. And honestly, that was probably a crazy moment for all 10 people that were watching it, you know? For all the 10 people that's that, you know, all over 65 years old who still watch the fucking Oscars, that probably was a crazy moment, right? Uh... So we might mention, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We got some shit going on here. Apparently there's fallout. Fallout among the liberals. They are pissed that they were not asked about uh, the NDP and liberals' uh, confidence and supply agreement. They are pissed and they are worried. They're going too far left and the party might actually do something that a lot of people like. So... <laughs> we're going to mention that. There was an article on that. We have some shit going on in Ukraine. I don't know, somebody may have gotten poisoned who was supposed to be uh, uh, doing the negotiating for the Ukrainians. So, I don't know. That's interesting. And, uh, and also, we got some nuclear power plants in Canada that apparently are, are going to be built. So, and that's what we got lined up for today. Not that crazy of a news week, right? Not that crazy. But, uh, but anyways, uh, I'm probably going to get claimed for this, but everybody, I'm sure everybody knows. The slap that was heard around the world. Everybody's heard of it. Oh, God. Let's go to this. Will Smith shit his pants. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? And that was the moment that he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> he walks on stage. Oh, wow. And slaps wow. him in the fucking face. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Nick likes your name out your fucking mouth. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who the fuck cares with these fucking people, right? This is the only time this is the only time that, that it's it's worthy covering celebrities when they literally shit their pants and they do stupid stuff like this. Like what a what a raging toddler, right? Oh my god. You made a joke I didn't like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assault you now. Whatever happened to rubber, rubber and glue, right? Your mean words bounce off of me and stick onto you, right? Whatever happened to that? Fucking in grade three, <laughs> grade four, right? <laughs> oh my god! And I'm seeing people who are defending it. They're like, "Yes, that was great, man. If comedian hired to be at the show, all his jokes definitely pre-screened, but that was correct." go on stage and smack him in the face like i'm you know what you know what i think was incorrect where the fuck is security you can just walk on stage and just and and the oscars were not like all right we gotta get the fuck get you the fuck out of here like we we gotta escort him out of the premises like that nobody decided to do that like what is this this is kangaroo court anybody who actually watches all those why would you watch them they're just it's just a bunch of celebrities millionaires jerking each other off that's all those shows are the grammys too um actors have so many uh the juno awards nobody gives a fuck man they all the entertainment industry loves to stroke it themselves um well all the rich ones do right uh, is there any awards for like small artists that are big like it now because well then they wouldn't have money to put the show on but you know that's just something to point out is they're all friends with each other and uh yeah that's crazy there's something about like rooted and because his wife has got alopecia and so she's lost her hair and that's tough and like 
But like, how bad of a joke is that? Or not like she had ALS and he was like, hey, could you, could I check your height for you? Or something like that. Not like something terrible like that. Like, I understand it was probably shitty to, to, to lose your hair, but like, come on, dog. What the fuck are you doing? But anyways, aside from that, we also, <laughs> moving on <laughs> from that absolute that dumb shit, we're going to go talk about the liberal reaction. They are pissed about the NDP and liberals agreement. Apparently, they were not consulted at all. <laughs> they were not consulted at all about this whole program. Justin Trudeau went hog wild. He was a loose cannon and he decided to uh, agree to it without consulting them. So, and they worried that the party, okay, this is the main point of this fucking article. This was from thehilltimes.com and they got a bunch of interviews with, with Canadian members of parliament, okay? And they said their general sentiment was this, all right? Get this. I love this. And Smiley Grimm has not gone over well with some liberal MPs who say they were not consulted and worried their party is leaving the center of the ideological spectrum wide, quote, wide open at a time when the next election could be a, quote, change election. Bruv. <laughs> we can't help you guys because that would make us look like we're not centrists. It would make us look like we're actually, we actually have a political ideology. No, Jesus, we can't have that. We can't have that in the Liberal Party of Canada. We are ambiguous, central, <laughs> centrist. We'll throw you a bone every now and then, but we're not going to give you the actual, you know, stuff that's going to help you and save your life. But anyways, so we go on to say, they go on to say, quote, already the Liberal Party has been too far left, end quote, said one Liberal MP who spoke to the Hill Times on a not-for-attribution basis. He said, quote, now it's official. We have joined this ultra-left. Oh, Oh, no. The ultra left. Making sure people's teeth don't fucking fall out of their mouth. That's unbelievable. You know, Stalin had a dental care program. Just saying. Just saying. He had a dental care program, too. How'd that work out for the Ukrainians? Right? That's, that's like the dumbest fucking thing. The ultra, bruv. All of Europe has this. If you have a universal, quote unquote, you want to call it universal, and you don't cover teeth, which you need to chew shit in order to survive, that's not universal. Is it? It's not really covering everything, is it? But I just love that, man. That shows you how rotted to the core the, the liberals are. Like, they're fucking pissed. They were not asked. All, fuck, man. They're pissed that Canadians are now going to get adequate health care. For, for certain things that weren't covered before. Now they're, they're really pissed off over that. That's just great, man. Holy shit. If you ever want to see who the bad guys were, it's these motherfuckers who are complaining in the liberals that, oh shit, we're actually going to take care of people now? Fuck. Couldn't we have just done another tax break? Couldn't we have just done another wage subsidy for massive corporations? Huh? That's the kind of stuff they like to do to help, the quote unquote, help people, right? Of course, it mentions this deal and liberals govern until the next scheduled election, 2025, in return for progress on key NDP priorities like dental care and pharmacare. Mind you, I do believe the NDP policy originally was universal, so it would cover everybody and not just households that are under $90,000 a year. 
So they kind of didn't get the full deal there. And the Pharmacare plan, we don't even know what they're going to cook up, right? We have no idea. They haven't released anything about it. So we don't know. Uh, some liberal MPs interviewed for this article said they were upset that they were not consulting the agreement when NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, he allowed his caucus to vote on the deal. Oh, you see there. Okay. So hmm, the NDP is a little more democratic as opposed to the liberals who have got all the authority, the authoritarianism. Oh, maybe, maybe it is a, a nicer uh, community, a nicer, uh, a nicer workplace environment. NDP, they actually asked their fucking members. Whereas the liberals, no. Justin Trudeau went rogue. He went fucking rogue. He was like, I don't want, my ass better be in this seat for the next three years. So help me God. <laughs> and I will not, I will make any deal to make that happen. I will actually help people. That's how serious this guy is. Uh, MPs interviewed this article said they were not against the idea of an average Canadian getting free dental care or farm care, really, but said their main concern is that after hundreds of billions of dollars of spending during COVID, it would be imprudent to embark on endeavors that will only add to those costs. Oh, oh no, after a deadly pandemic, expanding health care after a deadly pandemic, fucking no brainer move. The UK got universal health care in the 50s after World War II in order to take care of their population who got murdered and like dismembered and maimed during the war. OK, and that showed that the population needed. So it makes sense if they were thinking logically, if there was no like agreement that, hey, you'll you're back us up until 2025, that it would make just make sense that we would put that in place. I understand the economy maybe, you know, is kind of we got inflation, you know, we got 7% inflation. That's not not very nice. But hey, what about the uh, billions of dollars we're giving the fossil fuel industry? What about that? What about that money? You know, just saying that's some money that, that could have uh, that could, you know, be cut. And put towards good shit that helps everybody. How about that? We uh, got, um, I'm sure they'll still be make, making record profits, those uh, goddamn uh, oil and gas companies, right? They don't need uh, uh, government help. And what about the, uh, the Canadian wage subsidy? We gave a lot of wage subsidies to big corporations that didn't need them. They just showed that they had, had a loss in one department of their company and that made them eligible in order to receive the wage subsidy but their whole of their company actually posted a profit at the end of the year and some of them paid out dividends to their shareholders after receiving the wage subsidy supposed to help you help companies keep employees on the payroll and not lay them off when they're hurting so we gave a sh and look we're clawing, and the government clawed back a lot of those wage subsidies that they said, oh, you didn't deserve it. Motherfucker, have you clawed back any of the big corps? The money that was given to any of those big corporations, were they clawed back? I don't think, I haven't read shit about that, man. I haven't read shit about that. Actually, here you go. Here's the uh, CBC News article. This is kind of getting off topic, but I don't give a shit. We talked about this uh, not too long ago, but here's the CBC News article, okay? Dozens of corporations are paying out dividends while receiving federal wage subsidies. This is from December 10th, 2020. And uh, 
examining, the, this is a news investigation examining the unprecedented $240 billion the federal government handed out during the first eight months of the pandemic. And it goes into some fucking anecdote, and then it goes down further. This corporation this woman worked for, GDI, share price is hitting all-time highs, and the company posted what it called a record quarter between June and September, with revenues up more than 10%. And since April, the corporation has also received $29.4 million from the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy Program. And CBC News analyzed the financial statements of 53 public companies and disclosed receiving more than $10 million under the program. The analysis found nearly 30 of them issued quarterly payments to shareholders while collecting the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy. Collectively, these companies dished out nearly $2 billion to shareholders between April and September. At least seven companies bought back shares during the summer while receiving the wage subsidy. So a shitload of money. In other words, tens of millions of dollars from the government's pandemic aid package has gone to corporations whose profits are up despite the economic downturn. Hey, can we uh, take all that money back? You know, can we should we should do that like now because I know that they clawed back a shitload of money from from individuals, individual people, Canadians, citizens. What about these uh, pieces of shit? That, that's undisputable that they if the CBC can do investigations into that shit, the Canadian uh, revenue agency is probably gonna can see all this stuff on their taxes and shit. Like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. Get that money back, eh? The liberals gonna do that? No, <laughs> you're kidding me. They're not gonna do that. Conservatives aren't gonna do that. They don't give a shit. So, back to what we were saying. The MPs said, but th their main concern is that the party is leaving the center of the political spectrum open at a time when the next election could be a changed election. Now, this is rooted, this is rooted in a belief, okay? And this is a survey that I'm going to read that's from Nanos Research that, that um, 955 Canadians, <laughs> okay, only 955 Canadians, it's not a big uh, sample size, all right? According to a survey about asking people about their political views, 53% put themselves in the center, 24% left of center, and 23% right of center. This, quote, suggests a majority of Canadians are centrists, and so this liberal NDP agreement has given an opening to the conservatives. Okay, like, here's a problem with doing surveys that are like that, all right? And this is a big problem. Average Canadian citizens don't know what the fuck the center is. So you can't make your basis on what the political center is by asking them, are you centrist or left or right? Because that's something that people who are not into politics very deeply, and even people who are into politics, but they're, they're in a bubble that is their own country, right? right? Not looking on the world scale or on the, in the modern nations. They can be uh, shifted in what, what, what is leftist, what is right. Like, being a centrist among developed countries means that we should have universal health care, uh, pharmacare included, dental care fully included, like, for everybody. We should have universal tuition. We should have, what, what is the, the average for uh, maternity leave? It's, like, ridiculous. It's, like, six months. No, it's not ridiculous. Most developed nations have that shit. Those are all things that are like, if you go to Europe, almost every nation has something like that, has a list of all of those things. They've figured it out. But in Canada, the party that advocates for getting those programs is the quote unquote, the leftist party, the NDP. But in, if you go to Europe, that's fucking centrist, right? The Christian Democrats are peddling stuff like that. 
that's like not that's a non-negotiable it's like duh we're gonna take care of everybody's you know dental expenses and all that stuff but here in canada no you're a far ultra lefty as they said you're an ultra leftist dog so so like that canadians would say oh my god those are such leftist policies no they're not they're not that far left okay they are further to the left of where we are right now in canada but that's because canada right now is to the right on many issues so for 53 percent of people to put themselves like it's like even like oh bro are how are your opinions people will see it this way are your opinions uh uh are your opinions fairly balanced and people will be like oh yeah yeah they are i'm not a leftist or a right i just think i'm in the center it's like <laughs> you can't ask people that question what the better way to do it is ask them specific policy issues do you agree with this yes or no and the same motherfuckers who put themselves at 53 percent will then go on and say that yes they support uh dental care they support uh universal tuition they support having a, a longer paid maternity leave this actually you know what i'm gonna pull it up right now i'm gonna pull it up so according to a poll that was conducted in 2019 there's a global news article i'm looking at right now right here they are saying that around 86 percent of canadians would support providing publicly funded dental care to those without insurance coverage and around one third of Canadians are currently not covered by any dental insurance. Well, what the fuck? I think I've met more people who I know more people that don't have dental insurance than people who do. Okay. But there you go. That's, that's a 2019 Ipsos poll. 84% of fucking people. 8 in 10. Like, bruv. So what the fuck do you mean? Are 8 in 10 people apparently leftists now? Like, this is, that's, that's why I'm saying you can't just ask them, are you a left? Are you a center? Because people don't know what the fuck that means. You know, unless if you're like a, a hyper uh, political junkie. So that's really <laughs> what I have to say about uh, that situation. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else in that article that was that is a fire article, though. Of course, you know, the other side of this whole deal is that, as they're mentioning in this article, is that Jagmeet Singh has to worry about the liberals saying during election time, hey, why vote for the NDP? We've been working together. You can just for the liberals and keep the conservatives out of power, right? They got that leverage. You know, that's not good. But then anybody can say, hey, bro, you just passed our fucking bill. You're just doing shit. You're doing shit that's on our platform, not on yours. Okay, basically, there's a winner and a loser. Somebody's <laughs> going to win, somebody's going to lose. But yeah, that's what's going on with the end of piss. So moving on to other places in Canada. So. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but basically four provinces push ahead with a plan to build small nuclear reactors to supply power. Okay, we're looking at Saskatchewan, Ontario, New Brunswick, and Alberta. They're both releasing their strategic plan to expand the nuclear industry through the development of small modular reactors, SMRs. They are small enough to be built in a factory transported by truck, train, or ship. Uh... The conventional nuclear reactor generates about 1,000 megawatts of energy. SMRs generate between 200 to 300. Enough power to power about 300,000 homes. The problem is to see the reactor's product a source of safe, clean power to residents. Yeah, you know, but you gotta, like, you gotta get rid of the radioactive waste, though. And where's that gonna go? They put them in these salt mines that are deep down the earth. It's like, bruv, you can't just keep hiding shit forever. Like, that's not a good idea. Um... The major environmental concern related to nuclear power is the creation of radioactive wastes such as uranium mill tailings, spent, quote, used reactor fuel, and other radioactive wastes. These materials can remain reactive and 
can remain radioactive and dangerous to human health for thousands of years. So it's basically we're dumping shit. We're making another fucking uh, landfill, except it's all for radioactive substances. So, you know, and also, you know, you can have reactors failing and stuff like that. You have issues with that stuff. There's ever a war. God help us. And, you know, the cooling rods or the cooling pool is hit by a by a round like in almost happened in Ukraine. Then we could have the whole fucking reactor could go up. So, you know, that's not good. Um, earthquakes. And as we saw with the Fukushima uh, power plant issue in 2011 that if you have natural disasters that they can fuck up the power plant and then you can have massive radioactive uh, uh issues with that as well so you know it's one of those things where it's good until it isn't right it's really good clean mostly clean energy until it isn't until some major catastrophe happens and then you're fucked right and it's like bruv we have green shit right we have all the solar panels we have hydropower we have all this shit you just build more of it like we already what was this there was a the study of the swedish college this university this study on what nation has the best uh infrastructure in order to start using to make a full shift to clean energy and it was canada was number one and so i don't i mean obviously there would you need a lot of leverage from the uh federal government in order to come in and fund a lot of that those projects and less so you know the provinces have to approve of it but but um i don't see why that's not in the table like why they're not going ahead with that kind of shit instead they're going for nuclear power plants and stuff so i don't know i don't know if that's actually the best idea after what we've seen uh after what we saw in ukraine obviously that's a fucking war zone so you know it's a little different but uh but moving on to ukraine we're gonna be talking about abramovich and other Ukrainian negotiators may have been poisoned, may have, not 100% sure, um, the outgoing owner of Chelsea FC and the Ukrainian negotiators engaged in back-channel talks, who engaged in back-channel talks, were targeted after a meeting in Kiev, developing symptoms including peeling skin, irritable eyes, and were, it said, painfully crying. But we don't know if they were 100% poisoned because the three men were too busy, quote, too busy to provide samples to German toxicologists quickly enough. And their symptoms, never life-threatening, appear to have improved. So like a true Russian mystery, the truth may never be known. It's like, all right, there's, there's some bullshit going on there. I mean, obviously the Russians were going to try some shit. They would have they probably fucking killed them. They would have just shot him and killed them. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but that's, that's some crazy shit coming out of there. I don't know if there's any specific news that needs to be said about the uh basically what's going on right now is russia continues missile and bomb strikes and attempt to destroy infrastructure in residential areas of ukraine cities um there are negotiations going on in turkey face-to-face talks and the ukrainians are seeing a ceasefire obviously but they don't want to come compromise on territory which means that it's just going to come to nothing nothing's going to happen uh <laughs> Russian soldiers who seized the Chernobyl site drove armored vehicles without radiation protection through a highly toxic zone called the Red Forest. Workers there have said, "Amazing." What you know? <laughs> what is there to worry about, guys? What is this, what is there to worry about here? Lenski has urged Western nations to toughen sanctions, including an oil embargo. Okay, 
kind of flying by the seat of my ass now. But that's basically all the stories I had for today. Not that much shit to talk about. But that's basically it. Uh, so, download the podcast if you want to exist. Okay? Thanks. And that was the Canadian Perspective signing off. Derek said he would be back next week. Don't know if he's telling the truth. But uh, we'll find out. So anyways, guys, bye. Have a nice day.